Well, it's late Friday night, and it's time for the scoreboard show with Andy Kretzinger. He's driving his way home from uh, Washington. He always has the game that ends last. I don't know what the deal is on that, but you you always are at the game that goes an hour later than every other game. Yep. You know what? I'm also at the game. I, I see. There's not only that, but Hunter and I have the same problem. It seems like I'm always at the game that starts later than every other game, too, because uh, the, uh, this one started 20 minutes late. I've, well, that's the third one in a row. I think it started late. Um, yeah. Oh, it looks like. Okay, well, uh, let's start going over the scores. Yeah. Uh, I could I could take you through my game first because that one's fresh on my on my memory is thirty one to six uh, Clear Creek and Man over Washington. It was the first half was really back and forth. It seemed really close. Um, Clear Creek and Man in, in three of their four touchdown drives converted a uh, yeah, back to speaker converted a fourth down um, that included a fake punt um, a, a fourth down and then a, a there was one where it was a fourth down, and they scored on a third and 19. Um, and then the third one, uh, they actually rushed it on a fourth down. So a lot of conversions from Clear Creek was a different. And what would have been a, a close score, you know, kind of felt like a closer game. But every time the Clear Creek needed a big play, it came, and it didn't come for, for Washington. So uh, Clear Creek uh, quarterback Jackson Smith reminds me of a lot of the old Washington quarterbacks. Washington's always got a speedy quarterback that can run where they'll have like a third and long or a fourth and whatever, and, and they'll get it on the ground with the quarterback's legs. And he was real good. I mean, he was just running over people, running around people, squirting away from tackles left and right. So uh, that kid was really good. But it just wasn't Phil Washington night. Well, uh, yeah, Washington, uh, that, that uh, Clear Creek Amana, they are just, they got Southeast Iowa kryptonite, man. They Yeah. They just can't be beat. They must really be a good team. Did it, they look pretty quality? Yeah, they are a really good team. And, you know, uh, the last few years they've kind of risen to be a really good team. I forget their, their defensive lineman they had a, a couple of years ago that was like a defense, uh, Division One guy. But if you ever go to a Clicker Command game, the stadium looks like a college stadium. Um, they have a huge scoreboard. Of course, this is in Washington. But, uh, yeah, they look good. I, they were a lot like Washington. They – they run the ball with jet sweep, and, and they uh, run their quarterback around the outside and have a pretty good defense. It's just that they just kind of that that Smith was was just too too good. And for for six points, you know, um, Taven Stewart was pretty strong on the ground for Washington, but there were a lot of uh, spots where he got hit before he got to the line of scrimmage. Ethan Patterson did break out a couple of big runs from the quarterback position, but you know when it came to fourth and two, fourth and three, Washington would never convert. And on the other end, you know, Clear Creatures did it every time. All right. Well, uh, what other scores we got? Let's see. We have um, one one score I know is uh, Fairfield lost. Um, what was that? They lost by three. Was that 13 to 10 maybe? 13 to 16, I think. Uh, did you say 13 to 16? 16, yeah. 13. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It was high, 13, 13. That was one Hunter was at. And um, – Fort Madison got down with some, uh, less than three minutes to go, and uh, Fairfield stopped him three times at the goal line and kicked a field goal. And then Fairfield got at least to, to pass midfield, I think, uh, and just didn't score. I don't know what happened there. If it was a turnover on down, or if there was an interception or whatever. But that was definitely not. And Hunter Sassini, um, who's Fairfield's starting running back, has been hurt. 
Um, he wasn't uh, addressed today. I don't know how long he's, he's out for, but uh, that's a huge loss for them. And you could tell, he, I think he got hurt last week, maybe. And their offense is a lot different without him, him uh, running the ball. So you, you uh, got to think he'd have been worth three points in that game, don't you? What was that? You got to think he would have been worth three points by himself in that game. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, because uh, when they played Mount Pleasant the first week, you know, um, they were getting it a lot on the ground and through the air. And then last week against the Tumla, pretty much all their yards were in the air. And so um, so that seems to be their struggle right now is um, to, you know, find somebody to run the ball. Um, hey, Allen can run the ball okay as a quarterback. He's kind of a power runner as a quarterback. But um, they, they're going to get into this district here. Uh, let's see. Who does, uh, I think they have Knoxville next week, and, and Knoxville's definitely down. And that was one of their wins from last, last year. So they're probably um, favored in that. But uh, they need to figure out, you know, something offensively before the, this district that Fairfield Washington's in um, is going to be really competitive. Solon's the favorite, I'd say, but they're not the typical Solon team that just beat They got beat people. tonight. What was that? They got beat tonight. Did they, did they get beat tonight? Who did they get beat by? Oh, the big one. Williamsburg? Williamsburg, yeah. So they're they're not as good as I mean they're still and the they got beat team. bad too. Um, and then Grinnell was really good last year. They're not as good this year. Um, so Washington and Fairfield are going to be right on that playoff bubble. I think you know I think that they're that that might be the game for second place, maybe even first place if they can knock off Solon. So Egypt have to figure you know uh, Washington was not able to get a lot through the air today, and uh, Fairfield hasn't been able to get anything on the ground. So so both those teams are. Uh, you know, one thing away from from being real competitive in that district. Well, we've got a whole bunch more games. Why don't you keep going until uh, you run out of scores? Well, we'll, we'll yeah, talk well, about each game, but then when I'll, I'll try to fill in what you don't, what I know that you didn't mention. Yeah, well, I know uh, a few of our teams won by via the blowout. Van Buren County had at least sixty-two points. I don't know if they if they finished out on it at low. I must have They dominated uh, Waco. I think it was at fifty-six thousand last time I checked. They dominated again. Columbus dominated again. They, they, they played Wapolo. Uh, Wapolo's pretty good, and, and Columbus had, a, what, I think it was like 33 to 6 or 13 or something like that. Oh, yeah, Columbus, I got the score right here. Uh, 39 to 19. 39 19. So, I mean, that Columbus and Waco have not had a competitive game yet. They've blown out everyone. Um, Van Buren County obviously lost uh, to Davis County last week. By the way, uh, Cardinal lost to Davis County only 16 to 6 tonight, which I think. It's a loss, but I think that's a step up for what Cardinals done so far this season, for sure. Given yeah, I, I watched a little bit of that game too. Yeah, it was so, kind of a close uh, game, you know. And uh, looked like the second half they they scored a, a touchdown. Uh, Cardinal uh, did, but uh, uh, it was a very similar kind of to the Van Buren Davis County game. You know, Davis County just kind of did enough to win, and they're big yeah. and strong. And but uh, they didn't they didn't perform that great today, and. Uh, uh, Definitely Cardinals' best performance, but no question. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was that game on the SCC, that SCC TV. That the so Cardinals new to the South Central Conference, which obviously conferences don't matter in football. But I think SCC TV carries some of those games. I think they might have been carrying that game. So if you got to watch that, that's probably what you watched it on. I think I was just watching it on Facebook Live. Was it Facebook Live? Okay. Yeah, Tumble um, Group has them and the Tumble Award, and I watched the Tumble too. That was a pretty uh, good game. Uh, it was tied at halftime. 
How yeah? How did someone do? Did uh, I forget who they're playing tonight? Oh, uh, Roosevelt, I think. Uh, Roosevelt Riders, whoever they were, but it's a Des Moines team. Yeah, so they were zero and two, but uh, uh, Tumble played them real good. Uh, did exactly what they did against Fairfield and uh, uh, Oskaloosa. Come back yep. to two scores late, one score real <laughs> late to tie it up inside of a minute. You know, to get it to fourteen apiece, but. The second half was uh, all Des Moines, and uh, oh, was it? It was. It wasn't pretty after that. But you know, another yeah, pretty well. good performance for Tomo. Yeah, well, there you go. Um, and then I know of some of the teams uh, uh, that lost. I'm just trying to think through right now. Mount Pleasant is still playing Keokuk right now. Um, Keokuk was up uh, something like 45 to 22. They had just scored, and then they recovered their own kick. It was like a squib kick, and so and that was early in the fourth quarter. So. Mount Pleasant has scored like 20-something points a game, but they've had three blowout losses. So they need to figure out something on the defense because you can't be scoring 20-something points a game and, and not have a game where you're, you know, Yeah, the, the, defense, so. the defense is the real problem. Uh, their running yeah, game the is defense. non-existent too, but they can throw the ball. Uh, yeah, they, but I, yeah, they I, can. I, I expected Kia Cut to, to rise up in this game and uh, – they might not have even exceeded my expectations, but I, I don't think they're a slouch. Uh, I think they're, no. they're, a, they're a very good team, and uh, they're one to win away from being 500, it looks like. Yeah, and Keokuk's in that same three district with Washington and Fairfield. So it's, it's Keokuk, Washington, Fairfield, Solon, Grinnell, somebody else is in there, West Burlington, Notre Dame, who's better this year than they were last year, and who Mount Pleasant. Well, it might have been so, Grinnell that beat, uh, that beat Solon. Let me look it up here. I, they shouldn't have been yet because the district doesn't start for a couple of weeks. Well, maybe it was. Uh... But I can't remember who Solon was playing. But I, they were playing Liberty, were they? That would make sense because Liberty was, it wouldn't be in their district because they're 4A. Let's see who they, they played Williamsburg, just like I said. William, oh, yeah, Williamsburg, that's right. Williamsburg just uh, pounded on them. Uh, oh, that, really? Solon's, yeah, it's, Solon's one and two. Yeah, you know? yeah. so that, that district is wide open, in my opinion. But, I mean, you look at Fairfield, you know, if they had a big injury, that really sets them back a little bit. Washington's, you know, they, they play a tough team today. So, um, I'd say, I think BC Moore had Washington as the second best team, and Fairfield as the third when I checked this morning. Of course, that'll change based on stuff tonight, but that'll be an interesting district, so. Um, and besides Mount Pleasant, let's see who else. Uh, oh, New London and Winfield. New London and Winfield, like, you didn't play an instant classic. Uh, I think it was 50-44, to 44, New London. Uh, New London had a pretty big lead at halftime. And uh, I think uh, uh, Cole Milks threw the ball deep to uh, Abram Edwards. Oh, Scotty was at this game, Scotty Melvin. Yeah. And, uh, and they almost tied and you know, could have taken won it in the last seconds there in New London. Uh, to New London in Winfield. So that means Winfield is 0-2 in the district, um, which is, you know, obviously Winfield is one of the more talented teams, but they've taken two tough losses now. There was really bad luck that Buffington's banged up, and then they played Iowa Valley and New London, who are the, besides Waco, you know, those are the four teams, I think, that are the good teams in that district. So that's a tough, you know, Winfield will benefit from playing a, a couple of lower-level teams, hopefully, here in the next couple of weeks before they have to go play Waco. Well, they were in this game. Uh, they were in, they played, you know, New London's just tough. Yeah. And, uh, New London, I think they beat them 70 at uh, maybe nothing or something last year. Yeah. yeah, it was like 71 to 10 or something like that. 
And when New London's healthy, New London is really good. But like they they just were like in week one, uh, Blaze Porter didn't touch the ball that much. Um, and then they had that Clarksville game, which I, I have to check to see how good Clarksville is. But they have a ton of athletes. You know, Dom uh, Dom Lopez is their quarterback. Uh, he's a stud. You know, he's a, he's a previous state championship uh, wrestler this year. Obviously, you have Blaze Porter, who's one of the most dynamic players we've had in the last few years. And Seaberg and they, I mean, they are. Yeah, they, they have a ton of talent. For they had a rough start to the season, but. That's not a team. You know, even when they go against Waco, you know, that's that's a team you gotta you gotta fear. New I'd almost be Waco last year too. Yeah, it's just crazy. You never know what the heck's gonna happen, and and yeah. that's the thing about eight man football around here is all the really good teams play around here. Yeah, you they know? do. The, the, those three Henry County teams, New London, Waco, and Winfield, are three of the four best teams in the Iowa Valley and in, in their district. So um, that's a tough one. Uh, and, and you know what, an eight man, because it, it's less players, you know, one injury matters that much more. Or, you know, one kid that they didn't know was going to be that good, but now playing more, but, you know, more time, it matters that much more because it's one eighth of the guys that are out there instead of one eleven. But um, a couple other teams, uh, Highland played another tough year. Highland's just got an impossible beginning of the year schedule. And they I, they were down like 50 to three last time I checked. So. Um, they, yeah, it was fifty-five to nothing, I think, or something. And yeah, wish, but, and they had a lot of. They struggled a lot the first two weeks too, so uh, hopefully they have someone to uh, little softer coming up because they they had some, some tough ones here early. Peacock dominated. Um, Peacock was playing a team that was not exactly what they're playing, but that's such a good one. Start for Peacock after they didn't play a game last year, so that's pretty big. And then um, over the next two weeks. Pekin plays Zambier and County uh, maybe two weeks from now, and I think that we're set up to go to that game. That should be a, or sorry, sorry, not Pekin and Zambier County, a Cardinal and Zambier County. That should be a a game we're at that, that could be pretty close. So I get those three, those three with their little three little rivalry. I got confused in that, in that a little bit. But um, trying to think of any of our other teams that would have played tonight. Oh, so you're going to need Kyoto to bounce back. They played Centerville. Centerville. Oh two, yeah, that, two I lost that game. That was a big win for. Boy, Sigourney looked good. Really yeah. good. Uh, yeah, and you know what? I covered that in Prairie game last week, and Coach Jensen and the, and the Sigourney kids just, you could tell they had a real sour taste in their mouth after that loss. 40, um, 42 to 7. Yeah, 42-7 against, I think Senegal and Al scored their first two opponents, uh, 40 and nothing. I think they had 124 to nothing both games. And, uh, and Wil- so, Wilton beat Highland 55 to 9. 55 to 9. At least, at least he got a little. Some some stores up there, but yeah. And then last time I checked, uh, Mid Prairie was down fourteen to nothing against the Iowa City. Or gee, I don't know what has happened. Thirty six to seven. Ah, yeah. Well, that's tough. Um, <laughs> that's a tough one. But so there you go. I mean, last last week Mid Prairie had the big win over Sigourney Kyoto, and now this week it's you know it's flipped back where Sigourney Kyoto had the had the big week. So week to week, you never know. But um, let me think if I if I cover all the Union teams, Island Columbus. I think so, right? I think I've gotten all 13 of ours. Hillcrest doesn't have a team, so, uh, yeah. Well, Pekin, uh, Pekin really, uh, uh, they've won. They, they're undefeated at home. And, yeah. And uh, they put it together tonight. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the uh, Columbus-Pekin game. That's uh, mm-hmm. week six, I think, or somewhere yeah. around there. Uh, that's that's going to be a good one, but... Uh, 
Shout out to uh, uh, Pekin. Uh, I was uh, uh, watching a game, Moravia, and I think it was, uh, who was that? Uh, Mormon Trail? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's yeah, how it was like 56 to 50 or oh, 50 really? to 46. I mean, it was high score. And they always, I just, I always kind of catch them. Uh, New Sharon won a, a, a game tonight. Uh, yeah. Also, um, you know, uh, but uh, what about Burlington? Did you hear any score from them? No, I didn't accept uh, – but I did hear um, – I saw, I saw I some people on the Washington sideline. They, they were talking big about how that quarterback for Burlington that got hurt in week one against those guys, they said he was, you know, he was the real deal. It was totally a rookie when he went down. So I, I don't know how in Burlington. I know that uh, Albia was up big on Central Lee. Uh, I think it was like 21 nothing Albia at some at like halftime or something like that. So And then I know just because I went to the Sheraton, the Sheraton won – Big against uh, Seidel tonight. Seidel's homecoming. Um, and Seidel's coach is uh, Ben Fry from uh, from New London. He just took that job this year, so uh, he's going to try and build that program. But that was an assistant coach for New London when they won the eight title a few years ago. So um, and other than that, I'm trying to think of anybody else I saw. Um, and no matter, I'm sure I'll retweet away. But uh, that's that's all I can think of. Wyoming's got a road game tomorrow. Um, They've had two really close losses, so I think they're back at Maple Leaf next week. So that's a they're they're a really fun team to watch because they throw the ball fifty times uh, a game and they have some good receivers. But high school wise, I can't think of any other ones. Who did Burlington play tonight? I can't even remember, but I I got gotcha. a, a, a a bulletin update here. Muscatine wins. Oh, really? Thirty-seven to thirty-four. So oh, that's a close game. It says here they played Brett, but uh, I thought they were. I love, uh, I like Muscatine a lot. That's one of my favorite cities. In well, they, they got off this night. Uh, we've been kind of keeping up with the Muscatine uh, area teams a little bit with uh, Ryan Timmerman over there is helping us with that. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, uh, yeah, we, we won. Uh, they won. Pretty great night overall. I think this is enough scores for now. Yeah. Um, we, we, look, guys, this is the the first the first updates. This is the Andy Kretzinger's scoreboard show of the Southeast Iowa and beyond. And beyond yeah. is like Bed Bath and Beyond, but he's <laughs> Southeast Iowa scores and beyond. Uh, thanks for being with us, Andy. Anything you want to say before we wrap it up? No, I don't have the anniversary. I hope he doesn't sleep tonight. Oh, my only had a really nice night. Went out to Trinos and. My dad, nice. my dad came down and my brother was there and uh, we had a nice big meal and uh, I'm really a lucky guy. I, I've got a beautiful family. Uh, just blessed. Uh, married 27 years, been together over 30. It's uh, nice. it's working out, I guess. Yeah, that's good. I, I hope to get to 30, 27 and 31 day. I'm still working on. I, I haven't hit 10 yet, so. Well, you'll get there. You're, 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 you're <laughs> doing it one day at a time my advice i guess is when you you stand in church in front of your friends and family and you promise god to stick it out through thick and thin uh, you should mean that yeah that's for sure and you should do that you know and, and it worked out good my wife's thin and i'm thick and uh we just worked it out that way yeah that's a, that's a good way to work it out <laughs> 
All right. Well, uh, I want to thank our sponsors, uh, uh, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, Sigourney, or uh, yeah, uh, Helmuth Ford of Sigourney, Iowa, uh, uh, John Bain, uh, uh, author of uh, Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On, which you can get on his Facebook page. The Christie's Journey, The Beat Goes On Facebook page, or you can get it at Kramer's or uh, not Kramer's, but Village Bookstore in Washington, or anywhere books are sold online. Uh, also want to thank Elsie'sKitchen.net. Uh, uh, Elsie'sKitchen.net. You can order everything from them right now. Uh, they just had a huge sales down there in uh, uh, Mount Pleasant Soul Trashers days, but they're, they're up and running online, so you can get uh, from them uh, Washington Discount Tires, uh, uh, everybody at Jefferson County Realty, uh, all those sponsors that helped us provide you uh, these scores and and all the programs that we put together. Thanks for thanks for listening. Thank you for being with me, Andy. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right.